Good evening, friends. Welcome back to the Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How's your Wednesday We're off schedule again? A little off schedule, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, I've been playing a lot of uh, Final Fantasy lately, so I am mm-hmm. made the mistake of staying up too late a couple times. So I'm a little, <laughs> little tired, working on a little tiredness here, but you know. Yeah. Well, we had um, anybody who uh, lives in Indiana like we do, even though we're quite a few miles apart, a big wave of storms came through the Midwest and uh, yeah. knocked out power and internet for both of us on Monday. That was August 10th, uh, yeah. a week. Well, not a week ago. It depends on when we get this episode up. But anyway, August 10th. Um, yeah, I, in the in the week following our weekend gaming uh, thing we talked about last week, um, I've made it over to the house quite a bit more. Um, That's good. I've got, I think I mentioned an enclosed front porch um, and dad had built frames for replacement uh, screen windows, right? The, yeah. the just, just screens and a roll of screen. So um, I installed that and, uh, you know, stapled on that screen and put those up there and had to build a new windowsill and um, for the, for the bottom and then put trim all around it and stuff. So that was a big project. You gotta get um, some. Think, uh, you gotta get some new pictures up for the Drake's Brewhouse thing for the. Yeah, for I've got reason. some stuff. I've got a lot of stuff that's like almost done, and so I'm like, well, I could take a picture of it now, but it's not. Um, we also bought a replacement door, like just a screen door for that porch, because the old one when I bought the house was all rotted in the bottom, so we tossed it. But mm-hmm. the pre-made door was the wrong size. It was like you know, an inch too narrow and like a like six or eight inches too short and so i i bought some boards and framed up a new door and uh we'll see if it fits it's still you know i glued the corners and that that's the kind of stuff that always uh makes me feel like i don't ever want to do any of that stuff because i know that i i'd have to once you do something like that okay it's three inches off what do i do i have no idea like i I take off the whole frame of the wall and then then what right (laughs) (laughs) yeah for me I don't know. I, 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 I guess, you know, now it's, I'm getting close to 40, getting less, um, I don't know if less ambitious is the right word, but I really <laughs> gravitate toward tasks that I understand. I'm sure. like, oh, let's hire somebody to do the plumbing. But if you're talking about carpentry, woodworking, uh, any kind of painting or staining, um, that's all stuff I'm super comfortable with. Um, and I mean, carpentry is a little, it depends on how complicated the thing, but painting for sure is just like, yep, get the stuff, get going, put a podcast on and, and away we go. I've done, I've done some, uh, a little bit of work this summer, but not a whole lot, especially never near the, to the extent you do. But, um, I had, it's been well known that I've done, you know, half my trim or something in the house. And then some other little things that I kind of need to do, like finish putting, uh, light new light fixtures in hallways stuff like that that I bought and I just haven't done it like seriously the stuff has sat there for like a year and, mm. and I think it's time like you know what I just need to get off my butt and go do that <laughs> it's, it's not that hard I just need to you know get up on a chair and pull the thing down and right. make it happen uh, a lot a lot of stuff I think with home improvement is where I was getting at is that uh, you know it's just getting over that mental hump of let's just do it Mm-hmm. Right. And, and yes, you will 
fail and do things miserably. But as long as you're okay with that, right? I think you start off at the beginning and you say like, say the door thing. Uh, if I'm going to do it myself, then it probably won't look as good as a professional thing, but I'm okay with that. And I need to just start. Yeah. Right. Uh, granted yeah. you have to, again, it reinforce that you have to be okay, that it's not going to be great. Right? <laughs> at least your first yeah. time through ever. Doing yeah. Something. You're going to, and I mean, you know, we're in the, we're in the information age. There are resources out there. You know, when I was a kid, I learned stuff from my dad who learned stuff from working with, with other guys doing side jobs when I was growing up. Um, but now, like when I, I probably talked about this before, when I tiled, um, I've tiled both of the bathtub surrounds and the one on the second floor, I just sort of guessed at based, based on my, you know, most understanding of like, oh, this is straight, the, you know, the top of the tub. I'll just start with that. It's not straight. It's tilted so that water will run off of it. But I didn't realize that. And so when it gets up to the ceiling, it's crooked. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I have a level, like a laser level. I can just go off of that and uh, it'll be straight. But before I started the downstairs, I went on YouTube and was like, what do people do about this part here? And, you know, whatever you're trying to do, people have made a YouTube video about it. Like for sure, the, for sure. The most like the four different ways to do it at least. Right. Yeah. Like worst case scenario all you're going to find is a guy who really already know. like you're going to find a master carpenter who's, you know, building a door for the first time. And so they're going to, you know, use a lot of terms you don't know. But again, it's the Internet. You can look stuff up. It's very, very easy. Um, well, one of the things. And, yeah, and then just and then just getting over getting over the the fear of, like you said, it not looking right or messing something up like as long as you're being safe with everything you're doing, you you know, wearing uh, safety equipment, uh, you know, safety glasses and hearing protection and all of that kind of stuff. And you don't, you know, wound yourself, um, you know, you make mistakes and yeah. it'll probably, it, you know, stuff will still work out. Wood is more malleable than you think. Um, yeah. And and, you know, worst case, you don't have enough material like you buy some more, you, you know, yeah. you're not. The, you know, the, that, that maybe is don't, uh, you know, don't make your first woodworking project trying to build something out of, you know, mahogany or something. Yeah, Just use right. some cheap, some cheap materials because it's, you know, it's a learning I, game, I th as we I say. I think the, the one thing with, with home improvements that, that has, um, is a legitimate hold or block for some people, especially when you watch some of these, these YouTube things and you don't realize that they're like, um, you know, you, you, you take your, your long piece of wood. And you hammer this little nail into the spot and then you put it to the side and you cut it. And then you use a jib tool that, you know, and put it in there. You're like, mm -hmm. wait, 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 what? What's a jib tool? <laughs> and then you're like, right. You, you look at it. He shows it for half a second. He does this little thing. And then you go find out that you don't have a jib tool and it's $600. And you're like, right, right. Wait, wait, what? You know, and it's just, it's yeah. always these little tools that make everything work but you're only ever going to use them once on this one thing for this one little bit to do and you're like oh man do i that's that's actually why i have my in my garage my all the tools that i have over 20 years of collecting them right so much stuff like my toolbox is there i don't always use more you know anything more than necessary my flathead and my phillips head screwdrivers are by far the most things ever used but right. you know what i've got a carpet blender rolling thing that i used one time 
and it's in there <laughs> in case I ever need it. Uh, right. That being said, I had also you were just talking about the the um, screen stuff. Uh, years ago, I had wanted to replace screens on my screen windows, and you know mm-hmm. you have to you pull out the rubber. Oh, like, you have the there. little. I bought the stuff. Yeah. And the tool for doing that, but because yeah. I'm building the door, I, you know, I looked up somebody's video, exactly what I was just describing. And mm-hmm. this guy built a door, he stapled the screen on and put trim on top of it. And I'm like, okay, well, I have brand new boards. So to do that thing with the roller that you're describing, I yeah. would have to cut that groove. And we just have a small, cheap, light table saw over at the house. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's a lot to ask of that, of that <laughs> wobbly that wobbly table saw if i'm over there by myself like running full boards through it like yeah. i think i'm just going to use these staples this will be staple fine. do that right well the, um, the the way that that most people on general doors i guess just like pre-made door stuff that have that are this little special tool right yeah it's a little special tool the, that's how the pre-made door we bought was which is why right. i assumed i would have to do it that way and, and it's it's not expensive but it's like i don't know 20 bucks maybe and it's mm-hmm. just one of those things that, like, you just use it for once. I just had my cat had scratched a, a, a window and a one window. It's all it is. And I have to buy a roll of screen thing, which is 20 bucks. It, it's like mm-hmm. 500 yards when I only need, you know, a half a foot. Um, and, then, and then this tool. So the whole project to fix this little thing is, is 40 bucks. Uh, but you know what? I hold on to that darn tool. And I've got it in my I've got it in my thing, and just last week I was killing a wasp on my back porch, and he mm. kept landing in the the screen area between the, the actual door and the screen, and yep. it was so frustrating me that he wouldn't get out of there that I just decided to smash through that that screen and kill him, and because he was trying to get in the house, mm. uh, and so I I just did the Hulk smash through that screen, <laughs> knowing that I'm I've got I I, I sit there in the thing I'm like I've got a tool to fix this. And just smashed it up. Jeez. So now I know I've got that tool down there and I got to go down there and, and, and get it out. That's funny. That's it's, funny. It's great. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's time, time for me to, to do a little bit of stuff and, and hopefully yours are, are, are kind of winding up. How, how are you feeling? Do, do you, I don't usually, besides joking, but ask this seriously. Do you think though that uh, at this point you're, you're coming close to where you have in your, the back of your head like a timeline-ish? Not not pinning you down to a timeline, but like, yeah, hey, I'm I mean, with, I'm within it, six months or I'm within it, it two depends weeks on. Yeah, it depends on what kind of availability we're going to get. I was talking to mom and dad yesterday They're, um They've been out of town. They'll be back uh, later tonight. But um, and we're talking about like optimistically end of August. That's only two weeks away. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not I'm not betting on that. I'm not putting any money on that, as sure. they say. Um uh, we that definitely want to have closer it, than Christmas even. Yeah. We definitely want to have it resolved, you know, whatever sold, um, before the election. Oh, well, um, okay. That's, that's a, which, that's which, a, that's a good timeline. That's a fair, yeah, I mean, it's something I had more, more than, than I thought th- right. thinking about, but that's what, um, dad said. And I'm like, well, yeah, then that's still a couple months away. Like that's easily yeah. doable for the, the list of things, um, that we have still to do. So, uh, well, I know that like a, a year ago from now, you you would not have felt as comfortable putting that close of a timeline on something. You wouldn't yeah, have said like, oh, well, you know. Th- there are just so many variables. Like I, you know, I'm a developer. I, you know, mm-hmm. when we, I'm not, I don't work for a consulting company now, but when we were a consulting company, you know, we had to estimate everything, right? Like mm-hmm. how, how long is this going to take? And I 
you know, started to get a better feel as I got more experienced at that job to kind of say like, oh, yeah, this is a two to four hour task. This one's more of a four to an eight hour task. Um, but with this, like, I have no idea. Right. And for the things that I can't do, I, you know, clear, like I don't even have a have a guess. Um, yeah. And sure. so and so just for my own sanity, you know, I, I avoided putting any hard deadlines on stuff because I'm like, how do, how would don't I know, even, right? How would yeah. I even pick a number like that? Yeah. Yeah, you really don't. You, you you could, and then sometimes that'll even set you up for worse disheartening failure. You're like, it looks like it should only exactly. take a week. Exactly. And then after t- two weeks go by, you're like, it's, I hate this, right? Because <laughs> I thought it was a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe it's a better approach too, is to just take it where like, hey, I'll do the best I can as as I go and and, and do that. Yep. But you are, yep. yeah, it's nice to hear that you're you're coming you know, closer as you step through that. And uh, it, obviously, it's no skin off my back, but it's it's nice to see uh, to hear that. Prog, you know, progression. It's I've not even yeah, been yeah, involved sure. in listening to it about for two years, but <laughs> that's still, well. Actually, no, I, I take that back. I remember you leaving to do that. Like that yeah, was I mean, when you, you left and I, Bloomington. You and I were hanging out before. We weren't. We obviously didn't talk like we do now. Uh, a couple right. hours every week, but um, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, so was, I do remember that was my original intent for yeah. for leaving, and it's not been. It's obviously not been a number one priority for either of my dad or I for most of the past five, five and a half years. Um, right. But it's, but just, it, ha- it has been, it felt like that way for like the last year, maybe like it's been a, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're pushing, we're pushing toward the end, you know, they're, um, well, whatever. It's just, it's just been <laughs> hanging out like, like circumstances have gotten a little more conducive to, you know, have some of his time, some of my time. And we're just like, let's, let's keep it moving and get it. And get it done, you know. Yeah, awesome. It'll it'll happen, and uh, that way you can, you know, have it off your mind for election time, and and then you can deal with election time. How's that? In, in your head? Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's start up right off, kind of quick here, and we'll just jump into our movie things. It's been it's it was a long movie, and we've got a little maybe a little bit to say about it, I think. But uh, sure, let's 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 hit it. <laughs> I did not open the before we started. Well, this is okay, a... backing up. The movie is called Lagan. It is... Lagan? Uh, Lagan. What, it's Lagan, colon, Once Upon a Time in India. It's from Correct. 2001. I'm not going to try and pronounce the director's name. Uh, this is a Bollywood musical. Well, wait. Last time we, we, we watched Bahubali, you gave me... A correction on what is mm. a Bollywood and what isn't I, a Bollywood and I, what's... The, I corrected... Is this, I corrected myself. Um, right. Is is yeah, this l- an actual Bollywood or is this one of those other things that's not? Let me verify that <laughs> before Put I... you on the spot there. I, I remember, though, because we were, we were just nonchalantly calling Bahu Bali Bollywood. I mean, it's got Bali in the name. Uh, right. And, um, and we were incorrect in that. You know, I'm not, I'm not seeing the language here, but I remember um, at... At times in the movie, there not being subtitles, and it would just say speaking Hindi, and the characters were speak, and they say they do because some of the characters speak English, the the English uh, characters, and they'll say if they don't, they don't speak Hindi, um, and that's yes. the divide. Like the um, Bollywood movies are made around um, 
Mumbai, what used to be Bombay, uh, where they speak um, they speak Hindi. And right. Bahubali was made in South. I'm not going to remember the name of the city that that's based around. And they speak, I think it's Talanji. Yeah, there there are there are a myriad of languages in India. It is it is definitely not a yeah. I mean, it's called it's called language. a subcontinent because it's such a such a large yeah. There, there's large there are um, I, I think it, not too long ago I'd seen that where, where when someone says, "Oh, do you speak Indian?" and he's like, "Do you realize we have like seven dialects in our and I think mm-hmm. which is is kind of I want to say odd for us. Like in America, we have a lot of people who who speak a lot of different languages. But truly, predominantly is English. Like everywhere yeah. you go, speaks every, everywhere speaks that. Um, yeah, but you, you some of to, that to, is. Yeah, I think some of that is political. But like post World War II and during World War II, like there used to be more people who spoke German on the regular oh, yeah. or on the regular. It's a weird way to say that, but um, and that you know a lot of that stuff was kind of repressed or discouraged as we moved through World War II and got into the. Not quite Cold sure. War, but like American Dream kind of homogenous. Yeah, and and, and it became more without getting too political. Became America became more nationalist, and like anything that wasn't straight yeah. up American was seen as a bad thing. So yeah, uh, but but that's the way whatever it is. That's the way we are today. Is we, so we speak English, but if you go to many other countries, especially Europe, which countries are the size of our states, or <laughs> India, which are also large con- countries, have completely different languages from one side to the other while i can fly to, to washington state and i feel totally confident and be able to speak the language if you were in india that's not necessarily true that you could go from one side of the country and not know anything how to speak the other mm-hmm. uh, so that well that was a long offshoot there but um this is hindi and yep. it, i will say first off this is totally non-spoilers or anything this is uh this is a, was an interesting movie, the way that the subtitles and the English back and forth kind of stuff went, um, at least in the version that I watched, was mm-hmm. where they would speak English and the English subtitles were there. Right. So so it, it was like, you. of course I know what they're saying. It's They're saying it in English. I don't need to read it in English at the same time. But it, it kind of felt just a it was something i usually when they speak english and a thing they just stop doing the, the subtitles oh yeah um, i mean the the most common you know if you mostly watch you know stuff made in the u.s that's in english every so often characters will speak another language and it'll be subtitled right so that you can yeah you can or it won't or it won't be if you're you know not supposed to be able to understand it um yeah and this movie had had it seems several scenes where uh they would run a synopsis maybe like you would hear the it's almost always following an english scene like there was when the brother and sister were talking to each other again not spoilers here but there's a scene when two english people were talking to each other and it was in english and it was subtitled again below it in english um and then it transitions right after that into what was a very short like musical like just orchestral part scene or the scenery and there's a narrator comes on and tells you what just what happened and it's and that narration is in hindi and that narration is in hindi yeah because it's i mean this is a bollywood film it's made for an indian audience it's subtitled for our benefit and so it's all of it subtitled i mean if anything 
screening it in India, they probably just had subtitles in the English parts. That's that's what I was wondering. Is that's what felt a little odd to me was that that they would. I figured if they were going to be speaking English, that if in your in your Hindi, you would be watching Hindi subtitles during that scene. Why would right. they again in Hindi repeat what they just subtitled in Hindi before that? Mm. Right. Yeah. That felt I very odd to me. Yeah, to me it was just well, there are subtitles. There are subtitles always. So um, yeah, yeah. it just it just sort of made sense to me. Right. Um, all right. So. Uh, Real quick know, synopsis just, of this with people who have not. Okay, so I it. I said this I said this in last week's show, but this is the story of a um, a village in India um, in the Victorian era. Um, so they're uh, under Queen Victoria, and they are under uh, British sort of colony occupation. Uh, yes. What are the occupation? I don't think it's the right word for that. But well, the um, the the interesting part about this is the way it it starts out in a really interesting narration of it is that it's not really occupation. The way it sounds is like a it, it no, feels like a right. protection racket deal. Yeah, because thing. they're not well. Yeah, protection racket is kind a good of word for it because yeah. they're the the British are there with a military force as a supposed sort of defense like you know they're they're there to help and in exchange they are exacting this tax they're levying this tax um right of of the and it, you know it's an agrarian village so it's a percent of their um uh grain i don't know what they're supposed to be growing there um, they don't really say they show like grain in that one scene but they don't yeah. really say a lot yeah um and 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 they they have this tax and they're, and they're the, texting, but they also are very clear about the fact that the English double deal openly. They 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 say we'll protect you from your enemies, but then they go across the border to their enemies and say, "Okay, pay us for their tax, and we will protect you against your enemies." So yeah, they're just England they're is just the, is the one single military for both sides protecting them from mm-hmm. themselves, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, and you have this. Um, I don't. I don't know where to to put spoilers. I I mean the the third act story is kind of a spoiler, but for sure, for sure. You, at at no point did I ever really expect it to go in a way other than it did. But um, we're gonna get into the the details and probably some of the minutia of the story. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit the bell anyway. Sure. Um. So cricket, huh? Yeah. Did, did you so, do, did you do like I did and have to actually spend some time looking up cricket and watching cricket videos to figure out what's I, going on? I wished that I had done that. I did not. Do that. <laughs> I did do that. I did do that. Um, but just to just to wrap up or you know complete the thought on the on the politics, um, there the the Hindi word I assume it's a Hindi word for the tax that's levied against them is lagan. So that's the name of the movie. Like it, yeah. it could just be called taxes. Right. It could be like, called taxes, which was like, funny, like right? rent. But sure, um, sure. Um, and so they get in this situation. Oh, that's where I was going with this. the The villages have a sort of noble, holy sort of leader. They're um, uh, Raj Raja something. Yeah. Um, and he, but he is sort of 
he's in this power struggle with the with this English captain, like just a military officer. He's just a captain. Like, you know, captain's relatively high in the army. It's not as high as a Navy captain. But um, it, like to have this guy on par or, you know, on equal footing with this like noble, like the like king of the region, like it's kind of like the um, uh, the Alec Guinness character in in Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Um, and they get in this little, like, really petty kind of power struggle in the first act where the captain wants him to eat meat. And he's, you know, a Hindu vegetarian. He's not going to eat meat. Yeah. And so in exchange, the captain says he's going to double their tax. And they're like, and they're, and, and they're in the middle of a drought, right? Like nobody has any crops or anything to speak of. They're like, we're not going to survive the winter much less pay tax they're they're like trying to get the tax um um whatever forgiven or or canceled there's a word for that um for the year they're like there's a drought we can't pay the tax get get the captain to get the english to you know uh, give us a free year on the lagan this year and so in exchange for this you know vegetables eating meat thing uh, he's gonna double it and they're like well, we're we're done. We're dead. Yeah. Um, and this main character, Buffon, um, makes this makes this challenge to the captain that they'll the village will beat them at their at their game, their silly game. Like in in their culture, the only because they're farmers, they have to work all the time. The only people who play recreational games like cricket are children, and they're like, our children play this game. We could beat you at this game. And so it's a combination of of bravado and desperation. They're like, if we have to pay double tax, we're we're not going to survive. Like people are going to die of starvation. Um, and so you get this conflict. Like some people are on his side, and a lot of people aren't. They're like, you crazy? You're gambling our our future on the on a game of cricket? And he's like, we don't have any choice. Like if we if we have to pay this tax, we're screwed. Yeah, and and I think the the important thing that's not necessarily overtly said here, but and it, and it would be no surprise to anyone who's Hindi and lives in India and thinks about this, but it would be to the rest of the world, is that their their religion and their people are generally a generally a peaceful ish people, right? right? They don't have large militaries and conquer type stuff. It's it's not the culture. It generally no, they, is not right. They and and I'm not I'm not an expert on this by any means, but. From what I know and have picked up over the years, um, they have an overt class system called castes with an mm-hmm. E, um, and you get a little bit a little bit of that in the second act of this with um, the the guy who's slightly um, disabled, mm-hmm. right? He throws the ball with a curve because of the yep. way his his hand is is angled, um, and they're at the bottom the people with physical disabilities like that are at the bottom and they're untouchable um, because they have this, this worldview of, and this, and this religion of reincarnation that you do the best that you can within the station, within the cast you're born into. And if you do well, next time you might get born into a higher cast. Right. So, right. So the, the, in it in a mindset like that 
there's a there's a ceiling to your ambition right where you know for us in a western mindset and and in you know other other countries you know not just in the u.s but in in other i mean in the u.s we practically worship ambition and risk-taking right yeah um that's the like half of what capitalism is based on um where for them like they for lack of a better way to put this like know their place in in all of its and all of that's all of the positive and negative implications of that. Um, and so and, for, and, and if, if you, if you do have too much ambition, then you'll pay for it in another life. Right. Yeah. If you go outside, then you're going to, you're going to get reborn into a lower caste and that's, you yeah. know, you don't want that. Um, and so, and so, yeah, a lot of the people in the, in the village are like, you know, this is not, this is not proper. Like, yes, this is terrible, but you know, what can we do? This is where we are and we need to just accept it and right. live so, in it. So and- fighting, fighting back here is not like with physical force and stuff is not necessarily an option for any of them in any way. And to stand up to occupation in these kind of movies, what you would see where English comes in and occupies the place, you see revolution. And if anyone watched right. um, the King and I, um, it, they, you know, it leads into military action against the British, right? And to to liberate kind of an area. And there's, uh, and that's where a lot of these stories around the world would go. Well, you can't. Well, yeah, that's do that in that's India, what right? happened or, here. That's what happened here, right? Like the, uh, you know, King George, in, in you know, in, of England, tried to uh, levy oppressive taxes against the colonists in the New yep. World in in America. Exactly. And right. and we said, no, we're throwing your tea in the harbor. <laughs> yeah, we, we you're right. Um, we we go up against physical stuff, and we cause a war. And we, it, but again, yeah, in India, you cultural... can't. So what? So this is a story about how they overthrew the English without fighting. It doesn't. They don't say that, and it doesn't mention it. And that's not their goal. But that's what happens, right? They yeah. do it through yeah. through determination and blessings from their gods and you know, just goodness or whatever, right? And bravado. Mm-hmm. And, and that wins them the day. And then they're so bad that the English, it drives the English away, right? Because they're... And there's, they're and there's off, never, right? you know, we could talk for a while about the portrayal of the English in this movie. They're very clearly villains, you know, yeah. except for the the sister, who's the, the sort of a third, third point in the love triangle story. Um, they're all fairly terrible i mean the the umpires that they get from from a you know neutral village are are fine but the main guys there, like when they get to the actual game they play dirty and and the the um the indians never do right like they'll throw curveballs and stuff but they never you know try to hit people with the ball or anything like that like they um they yeah that's it, i didn't i wasn't really aware of that as i was watching it but hearing you say that and thinking back i i was aware of it as as i was watching the movie i'm like they are sort of fighting a a revolution here but not really like they don't yeah they're not even trying to get rid of the british all they want is a break from the tax so right. that they can survive right and 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 this is Every time when there's like rah rah speeches or uh, what, what's his name starts to beat the main guy, uh, Bu- Buva, Bu- 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 Yeah, 
when, when he speaks, it feels very much like a, a rallying to stand up for your rights and don't let the person, the man keep you down type speeches you hear in revolutions. He gives those speeches a lot. But again, they're not like stand up and, and, and fight for your rights. It's, you know, stand up and play a game and speak up, but don't, you know, then he never says fight or, or, or no, overthrow I mean, the English or the, throw them out or yeah, right? the closest the closest they get to that is is the the line he says and they say it in one of the songs that they're separate fingers but if they come together they make a fist right 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 and that's it's still just a fist like it's not a sword or a gun um, yeah it's standing up and being strong now there is one guy on the team that comes to their team specifically to fight the the English. Like that's the only one other one I like he comes in and he's like wherever they are, whether it be on uh oh, know, the at their forts or something and or on the field, I'll fight the English. Do you mean the guy who was um who served in their military? I think so. Yes, right. He yeah. served in the British military, right. Yeah. yeah. So, there, so there are some interesting things that I think um would have been more apparent to an Indian viewer than they were to us. Like, there's like yeah. at least one of the characters is Muslim. Um, oh, I did not realize that. Okay. And there's probably something in the way that he talks or his manner of dress. Like I know at some point um, they segregated, not segregated, maybe segregated is the right word. Um, uh, I believe it's Pakistan um, used to be part of India and they drew this borderline okay. and sent all the Muslims there. And, and you know like separated them out which is a whole like whole thing i again i know right. next to nothing about the about the history of india but um there's a character that i knew was muslim because he talked about allah right and, oh, okay. and that's that's islam you know the god of islam where the hindi characters are talking about um um Shiva. Their gods and stuff. Yeah. Is it Shiva? No. That, that's one of them, right? Shiva is one of them. Well, they, they actually speak in mostly in this one of those. Is it like the, it's Krishna? The gods I think in that, this one, there's a male right. and female, and they do a whole, a whole right. song, a whole song. Well, that, so, but, so yeah, yeah there, there's there's a that's a lot of setup to to say like what this movie's about. Now it's it, we will say things like it's four hours, um, which is long for any movie. It's even Lord of the Rings style long for one of their things. It's that's long. Yeah, cl- uh, classic. It, Classic musicals tended to be long, stuff like Sound of Music and the other Rodgers and Hammersteins, but this one's a little bit long even in that genre. Even in that, right. Uh, So that that goes saying you're coming into this, it's long. Now, also, um, it doesn't necessarily have a a fast clip. I don't don't think I felt it was slow because I watched it in literally three settings, Um, but each one of those settings that I watched or th- that I watched in, I mo- it kind of divided the movie into almost three acts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so they take a long time, almost a whole movie's worth on an act. Um, and when I got to the cricket game at the end, there's an, there was 90 minutes left. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, in a normal movie, you can have a beginning, a middle and end within that 90 minutes. Here they did not. It was one act with one point and one thing, and and that's and it took ninety minutes to show that. Again, not that's not bagging on it being long or boring or slow or anything. That's just saying that they weren't in a rush. 
Yeah, and it wasn't, I mean, aside from there being songs, there wasn't, I don't feel like there was much that, that like, I don't want to say didn't need to be there, but like what we would call filler, like stuff just put in the movie to to you know pad out the runtime as we say i 100 percent feel that because I, I was when these long movies i'm usually the one poo-pooing it all mm-hmm. uh i was i definitely always look for that i don't i mean i i'm aware of it all right so what's what's why is this four hours where they can cut this but you're right dennis i i didn't necessarily see a lot of that i mean i'm sure they could unless you're going to cut but, one of the songs which then it's just, like it's it's a musical like the songs are part of the part of the experience and i know um bahu bali was very long too so i think not as long as this but it was over i think it was either close to or over three hours um but that one felt I, there were several things in that one that i felt that you could totally cut out that they really extended stuff for but um they were yeah i i, I do want to i do want to talk about that a little bit because i know when when we talked about that movie i i talked about the sort of stereotype that i had of of indian film of it being, you know, very out, outrageous, very, you know, almost ridiculous with its effects and and um, things of that nature. And this this and had Bahubali none of definitely that. Definitely was like, yeah. Um, everything everything was a hundred percent realistic. Like aside from maybe a little bit of weather that you know coincided with the song. You know, when the clouds roll in, they're going to sing about it's going to rain, and then it doesn't rain. So you have to you know have digital clouds for that but um you know nobody flew through the air nobody fought an (laughs) ox with their bare hands like they played this cricket game and they show you all of so like yeah you could shorten the scenes in the in the game to be more highlights but that's what the whole story's about so you know yeah and 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 i will say that that the the reason that it was we're saying they Again, you can cut, but it's not so thing is that they just, for example, uh, let's say it's an American baseball movie, which, by the way, this I'm, I'm, I know it's got stuff about revolution. And that's kind of the point of the whole thing. It still felt like this was a, a sports movie to me. It just it really did. Um, yeah, it, it's I mean, it's it several, like, right? I, it's a it's a love story. It's a musical and it's a sports movie. And and a, and a, a historical, some, a but, little bit of, but it's of not. By the way, I didn't get to say that. In. This is not a true story in any way. By the way, this is not based on a true story. It's not a true thing. It's completely a fictional piece. Yeah. So that's that's something who's watching this like, oh, is this really? No, it really was not at all. Um, so the um, the thing was is that again, let's t- take it. If, let's say it was an American uh, baseball movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um. They're putting together a team to go up against the 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 big the big guys, right? Um, which let's say League of Their Own, okay? okay. That's a yeah. movie yeah. that is on. It, it does have a full baseball team, and that's of, of players, right? And each of them are interesting and unique and different um, on a, in the movie A League of Their Own, and like Madonna's one of mm-hmm. them, and Rosie O'Donnell and Tom Hanks, and right? They they all. There's players on the team. This movie has that, but they spend 15 to 20 minutes on each person's story on an 11 person team. Right. Right. So, so you, when they have the thing with the guy that kind of the disabled person who has the, is of the lower cast, they spend 20 minutes 
making sure it's a whole point and leading up to him and talking about him and then encouraging him. It's, it's all about that. So by the time you get to the big game, every person that comes to bat or is in the field or makes a catch or makes a miss, you pretty much know what feels like all about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel invested when that one guy keeps missing the ball. You're like, Oh, it's that guy from the bell and the drum and he just keeps missing. And he's, you know, and when he catches it, you kind of feel like, yay, he finally caught it. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mm -hmm. if it was a league of their own, you know, Rosie O'Donnell catches it, catches an out. It's not a big deal because the point of the movie isn't catching the out. It's that they won and they beat the the British. But this director and story writer seems to want to tell that story, but really tell everything about all of it. And there's right. a, and, yeah, I mean, there's a guy who is, you know, is going to betray them, but then he yeah. has a change of heart in the, in the mid, in the midpoint. I'll say I knew next to nothing about the rules of cricket and I know a yeah. little bit more now, but yeah. um, still not by, by any means. Like I knew it was, <laughs> I, I, think... I knew it was very different from baseball um, and yeah. it's more, I mean, in, in I think baseball started, I mean, not the same time as cricket. Obviously, cricket had been around for a while. I think baseball started in the Victorian era or maybe late. Uh, I know it was around during the American Civil War, so Victorian or pre-Victorian even. Um, And the way it was played then, 150 years ago, is obviously much different than it's played now. And even it had even changed a lot in 50 years or in 100 years between... um, the Civil War and well, they were changing it in this movie, even right. They were talking about writing rules and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. I, and I, and this, yeah. I, you know, I think I texted you at some point watching the movie. I was like, "Are there no, like, this is a gentleman's game? So, so are there just no rules about fouls? Is it just right, assumed like the, at one point the just British were just beating that, people in the head that that proper English, uh, you know, officers playing this this gentlemanly uh, sporting contest would not intentionally try to hit another gentleman with the ball <laughs> and, and so and there's just do, no rule there's against no it. rules that they like they're like fine yeah i guess he's out yeah you're, you're like wait how does that work you know because like, i think there was like three guys on the team that got two or three guys that got just put out from injuries because they got beamed by the the bowler yeah which is the yeah. pitcher and, and like they like broke one leg and then bashed another one in their head and again there was no the umpire just sat there it was like yeah you know tough that's rough Mm-hmm. And, and and neither team was complaining. They were angry, but they no one was like, "Oh yeah, that's a foul." I got ten runs or something like that. There was nothing. It was just and I mean, like, the, yep, he's done. He's, yeah, he's done the today. the the physics and physical mechanics of the game are such that you it's you seem less likely to get injured than in a sport like baseball. Um, yeah, you know where the the ball is. It's small. I, I, well, I don't know about. I've never held a cricket ball, but you know, a baseball is small and kind of hard and it's moving at high speeds, right? It's pitched fast. I think those cricket balls fast. are hard, are harder though. I think they're they like probably are, soft. but they're the yeah. way that they throw them, right. They like bounce yeah. off the ground. Um, they hit into the air, but nobody, but the catcher has gloves, right? So they're, right. they're catching it with their bare hands. Um, right. Yeah. So, so I, I watched, I actually like, as it started going and they were doing stuff, I decided to watch a video on how cricket was, right? Or actually, I watched, ended up watching two because I didn't okay. understand the first one. And right. and and then as the game went on, uh, I mean, some of it didn't make sense to me when they were explaining it on the on the videos, the you know, YouTube videos. And I was like, okay, so 
they have innings, but there's only two. Yeah, and then, each each team gets an inning, and right, and I'm like, wait, wait I don't understand that, and I, I didn't understand a whole lot of these things. And then I start watching the, the game. I'm like, okay, it's kind of coming to pieces what they're doing here. And then I rewatched the, the different video. I was like, okay. And then I started having questions like, wait, how is a bowler supposed to do? Can he just run up? Can he, what does he hit those wickets? When can, so I, during the game, I would pause it a lot and then go look Google up like, <laughs> okay, what's the wickets for? What's the, what's no ball? What is, you know? And from that, I learned a lot about cricket. Like you said, I don't know everything about cricket, but I know a lot about cricket and and I will say, as I texted you, I'm like, holy crap, the first inning they scored like 300 runs or something. And I'm like, holy hell. And it seems Baseball, like... Baseball, you get like three in a game. <laughs> right, right. Crap. Well, yeah, I mean, all the, the you know, the mechanics, the steps you have to do to get a run in, in baseball, um, you only get one. But, you know, there are other sports like um, basketball and football both have multiple scoring Act, multiple point activities sure right? sure um, I, I still i still had the problem that like again in baseball when you hit the ball most of the time it's caught right i mean it's just caught and i'm yeah. thinking okay there's a, there's 11 people out here on the field and one of them's a bowler so there's <laughs> 10 in a circle on you and a guy hits the cricket ball can't you catch the ball all you gotta do is catch three of or like 11 i guess of them right you, you just gotta catch them it's well, all you it, have to do it's like I assume that that is like baseball where it has to pop. The ball has to pop and you have to catch it before it hits the ground. And and maybe, I, again, I haven't watched cricket. I kind of want to watch it like a professional cricket game now, at least a little bit of it. Uh, like maybe they don't pop up often. Maybe because of the way it bounces off the ground or something. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, they, they bowl it off the ground and it seemed like the players usually hit it low, almost like a golf swing. Um, and... So, yeah, sometimes the ball can pop, but it usually kind of rolls or it goes far enough that it's out of bounds. And once it's out of bounds, do they get multiple? It's it's four points. That's how you four points. Yeah. And when you hit a home run, run, it's six points. Yeah. And the um, oh, is that like a fly out versus a rollout? Yeah. If it rolls out, it would be a double in baseball. You get a double here. You get four runs. And and if you hit it over the, the thing, it's six. So. Yeah, got it. Um, that explains and, how they get the high points, and then yeah. they play an inning till all of the um, the hitters are they called hitters batters Bat- batters I think is what they are. Yeah, um, until they're all out, until all eleven of them are out. All eleven of them are, are out. Now the yeah. real tricky thing, and this was real important in the very last day on the on on the, the cricket game, which by the way, this game took three days, which is like holy cow. Um, I couldn't imagine a whole day when I was just standing out in the field and just being a fielder, right? You think baseball is long at three hours as it is. I mean, um, I assume they didn't play like eight hour days. I don't know. Um, so that, but there, um, what I was going to say was that, uh, there are a number, only a certain number of balls you can throw to a batter, like 20 or something like that. And I don't know the whole, gist of it or, and i still couldn't find it on the thing but they're like it's oh a, it, it's just it's like either an, they get out or they're pitched so many balls but they're pitched so many balls and then they're and then they're done and then they're done and they're considered out not out but they're they're done off the thing that's yeah. why at the end there they're like the end of the day is coming there's only 20 balls left right so Which, th- that's yeah, all there like, was there's no there's no analog to that in baseball because if a pitcher if a batter um 
scores a run, like they're they're out, they're back. You know, they're not out, out, but they're out of the game because they run yeah. to the next uh, um, um, base. Yeah. Um, where in this they like go back and forth, and the the recipient, the, whoever bats, because th- there seem to be two batters, but the yeah, one that right actually too. bats, it depends on which side they go. Like if the ball is out long enough for them to for the the batter to go down and back you know yep. make make both trips then they can bat again and they had right. that they had that tension at the very end because it was down to just Buvan and um the the handicapped guy and he couldn't yeah. he couldn't hit right and so there's this there's this uh this they let Buvan's just go or something like that right or one of them to just let go so that the other guy can get it bat mm-hmm. right yeah so th- th- that last third of the movie which again was n- uh, 90 minutes an hour and a half was a cricket game. Like it was an intense cricket mm-hmm, game mm-hmm. with all the rules and all the twists of a, of a sports game where they're doing all the, the stuff and, and every bat and they do every trick play and everything you can think of is, is included in that, I, that whole hour and a half. This is, this is a, a, a massive digression here, but I'm watching an anime um, called My Hero Academia. It's very popular. Oh, Sydney um, loves that one. Yeah. Loves that movie. Sure. I just started season two, and they're doing a, a sports festival tournament, right? It's a yeah. big tournament arc, so they're going to be doing a bunch of different events. Um, but they have these announcers, and it reminded me of this movie because, you know, it's the Victorian era. There's no, um, well, we're in the early days of having radio, but um, there's no radio in these Indian villages. There's no, um, no, there's no radio yet. I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Uh, and so there's no, like, there's no radio broadcasters, but there are still people, you know, there's a guy, uh, who's the, he's like the translator or whatever for the English has a megaphone and he's sort of calling the action for the crowd, uh, of oh, you right. know, like, that like scene, what's yeah. going on. And he's not, he's not super funny, but he gets into it. He gets into it a little yeah. bit, and then there's finally an altercation where the you know the captain slaps him, and he's like, you know, done. It's I'm filled done with shame, with and yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there was there's one that I saw coming, and was a fine thing, but like when they were doing the little boy running back and forth, and um, hmm. he stepped over the line. I kept seeing the, the kid lead way off base. Like every yeah. time Buvon would hit it, or the other guy would hit it, I'm like. That kid is already halfway to the other he's, post. He's already. off base, and I'm is like, I don't, I don't know how the rules of this game work, but in baseball, if you try to steal and the ball gets to the base you were at, you're out. Yeah, and that's the same thing. You have to be behind the line, and then if you're passed, all I have to do is hit your wicket off. Mm-hmm. And that dude runs up and goes, boop, how's that, umpire? I was like, oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, the story I mean, went through a lot of this uh, you know, sort of cat and mouse thing of like uh they would do the the indian team would do something that would give them an advantage and the english team would try you know if it was they felt like it was a rules violation or you know they'd do that Mm -hmm. but if they couldn't then they would they would watch and they're like oh when he like yes he's swinging his arm around and around before he pitches before he bowls but he's making this sound he has a tell right like in a poker game yeah um and then then they've got them. And so you're like, 
you're like, oh, the 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 Indians have the upper hand, and no, now the the English have it back, and then they're, they're back and back and back and forth. This this right. tug of war uh, tension. Well, I I would I would say though now now that we're talking about it, and and we already have spent most of our our discussion on this on the cricket game, that the cricket game still is the most important thing about this whole movie. It is of course, ha- it's yeah. not quite half the movie, but it's the most important. It's the biggest thing, and it's arguably a good fine thing to say that like, well, the lead up and building up all the different players and their stories are just as important. Now that I were talking about it, I can probably say if I would cut something, I would cut the love story. It was not needed. I don't even think necessarily that the, the English lady may be teaching them, but I don't think that's necessarily important. Maybe she could come in, but the love story was just tacked on and doesn't need to be there. It it's didn't... a fine extra little story, but yeah. not really that important. And like it explains why the you know the love the love triangle thing ex- is motivation for the guy who tries to betray them. Um, but but that's just his own little story. It's not that's, like that's his story. They spend a lot and, on it, and yeah. it's kind of like the the ending of Elizabeth's story is kind of sad. Well, it's yeah. not kind but of yeah, sad. She, it's completely sad. She pines sad. with him forever and never marries. And like, yeah, she just, God. which is, which is definitely something that would happen in Victorian times. But um, you're like, uh, that was, that was a bummer. Was terrible. Like, like she had yeah. a whole part of a song. Right? There was one song with English lyrics, and it was hers. And she's like, I love him, and I, yeah, and that whole song, that whole other side of that song, uh, song is like Bouvon and his girl getting together. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. terrible. This is awful. So, and and I know again they they were that's it feels like that's an Indian uh mythology type probably thing with, yeah. with a, a guy who who loves a woman and has a like a kind of a platonic relationship with somebody else. So they're trying to show an allegory with that. Yeah, they have but a whole honestly, song about the um, the two the the god and goddess. That's probably not the right words, but um Having they're, like they're both married to someone else, but they have something this this deeper bond, um, right? But and they talk like, about getting jealous or like how is they're not jealous? How, you know, she can't be jealous right. on this. But how but, could but she that, not be jealous? Back right and there, forth, back and forth. But it's just right a metaphor is, for them. Serve, yeah, it doesn't serve the story in any way. And yeah. if you're and if you're and if you're looking at if you're an editor or a director or anything or a screenwriter and you're looking at something that's four hours long. And you're like, okay, maybe we should cut this down. That is definitely 100% something that if they took out of this movie would make no difference to the movie. Yeah, this is this is not a politically correct thing to say, but it's it's an aspect of the story that brings in a, a, a an entire additional demographic of viewers. It does. Right? It, bring, it brings the fe- the females, and they would not be in this movie otherwise. Right? You know, they did the same thing in Lord of the Rings. They just did not spend as much screen time on relationships in Lord of the Rings. Right. And again, I'm not knocking Lagan for that. I'm just saying that, that that's if there's something the, the to four cut. Hours you should be you really need <laughs> you don't need backstories on every character, but it really enhances the game when you get to the game. And you definitely yeah. need all the politics. You have to understand uh, you know, you have to have a sense of what kind of people these English characters are and this English captain especially and the kind of relationship that he has with um the their their local king um, right I I, be, I bet you if there was a screenwriter's cut I bet you that the writer of this movie would have been like oh I wanted to double the movie because I wanted to tell the whole stories of the English players and all how <laughs> they got together I'm like I could just see that happening because when when they got into the to the game I'm like I know every one of these you know, uh, Indian people, the Hindis, but I don't, I, 
I don't know this guy because he's got a weird mustache on the English team. It's, he right. looks kind of surly. That's all I, I didn't really know. But sure, they, they probably could have spent you know time on that. But yeah, I guess m- moving into some final conclusions with this. Yep. I uh, I don't know. It's fine. It was a fine movie. I don't. Uh, unfortunately, I would. Someone would look at me and say, "Oh, it's got a four-hour tag. He's gonna he's gonna bash on the time." I don't. I'm honestly not gonna bash on the time. I knew it was four hours. I went and watched it in multiple segments. You can totally do it. It's not a suspenseful movie to do it's that. It's got an intermission going. It's got like yeah thing, uh, and um, it doesn't feel. It didn't feel as we said in the spoiler section. It didn't feel like I was you know dragging on something. It really didn't. It, that was mm-hmm. fine. The musical parts, uh, Bahubali, I I really did not like the musical parts. I spoke at length about how they right. were disjointed and didn't think Th- that's not the case here. I thought all of the, the songs, while long, were relevant to what was happening in the story, just like a normal musical should be. Yeah, it was um, like any, and, and there any, wasn't a billion of them. Yeah, it's like any Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. Um, they have yeah. big, big chorus like you know, a couple hundred people in the shot, like all kind of dancing and, and singing, which is, yeah. which is fairly impressive. Um, where, yeah, yeah but, in Balu Bali, it was a little more like, um, like in some of the Disney cartoons where like, what is happening? Like we've, got, we've trans yeah. been transported into some alternate world where, right. uh, where, where this was not like, I think, I think if I were only going to recommend one Indian film, I would recommend this one over, over, I mean, depending on the audience, like if I'm recommending it to somebody is, who really like, likes that's a that's like, a Lord of the Rings versus you know yeah, Field of Dreams group, fa- right fantasy there, right? Lord of the Rings, like crazy fantastic you know Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of stuff. Then then sure, Bahubali. But um, for anybody you know who's willing to willing to watch a movie in in multiple sittings or or just watch a full movie that's that's almost four hours long. Um, this one was really good. Yeah, I, I see now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on, on the final bit here. I don't know where I, how I fall on recommendation. Now, there's, there's two things I want to say here. I want to say, do I recommend watching this movie? And then, does it fit on, on my hundred buck list? I'll just go ahead and get out of the way. I don't think this fits on my hundred buck list. I don't, I don't think there's anything necessarily special about it. I enjoyed the characters. It was a fine movie. Um, it just wasn't something that it's going to like have a lasting impact on me where I would say like, yeah, you should watch this movie. You're going to feel something or get something out of it. It's just okay. Um, but th- that's my own personal thing. Right now, sure. whether I recommend it to somebody like, Hey, should I watch this? I think I'd tell them like, it's okay. Same thing. It's fine. If you, if you, if you don't have a couple days to watch it and you're not going to sit down and be excited for four hours about it, don't watch it. Mm. Cause it's okay, but if you got four hours to spend and you like kind of want to watch a long movie, and sure, then this would be okay, right? If you've already seen Lord of the Rings and things like that, sure. But yeah, so yeah, that's where I came. It's it's not. I give it like a six out of ten. I guess I'd say. <laughs> that's, I I hate to say it because it makes it feel like I'm bagging on it, but sure, sure. I think for me, um, you know, I I generally approach this list from a kind of academic history of film not history of film Mm -hmm. but but world of film uh kind of perspective and so um yeah there's this sense of like i don't know if i would even if i would even drop um bahubali because they're so different and so to get just to get a sense of like 
here's one kind of Indian film and here's a completely different and they're like 15 years apart. So obviously that's going to be the case and they're different genres. But um, just for um, just for experiencing a genre of film or genre is the wrong word, but like a like a whole like there's a whole world of movies coming out of both of these two regions right that we have no concept of here in the states you know unless unless you intentionally seek it out um yeah and so I, i'm i'm a little mixed on that i mean I, it's it's it because the same argument could be maybe like well do we have turkish movie representation on our thing do we have polish movies represented on our thing are there enough german <laughs> movies represented on our right of course what, of course what, what point do we have to have a category to well when know? when you're when your region of filmmaking puts out more movies a year than Hollywood, I think it's eh, I maybe guess. maybe I worth guess. being considered. I mean, that's just that's all just kind of generalized, you know, academic perspective. That doesn't really that doesn't really say much from me about this particular movie. I have not seen, you know, I've not seen five Indian films, right? Um I yeah. I'd be hard pressed to name more than two that I've seen aside from the two on this poster. So I can't say whether um, these are the, these are the best options. I know that this one was nominated for best foreign language film in 2001. It was up against uh, Amelie, Lee, another movie in this poster, both of those lost to something called no man's land, okay. uh, which is not on our poster. So I don't know what that tells you, but um, I think this one was accessible enough that if you've never seen uh, an Indian film, a Bollywood film, and you're okay reading subtitles, which you have to be to watch any kind of foreign film, unless it's dubbed in English, mm-hmm. which is a whole different conversation. Um, this one, there's nothing to, aside from the length, there's nothing to apologize for, if that makes sense. Like, okay. if if I'm recommending Bahubali to somebody... I have to say, okay, Indian film has this, uh, you know, this different sort of standard for like realism and special effects. And they're going to do kind of, you know, ridiculous stuff. It's going to be more ridiculous than most of the things you've seen in the MCU or something like that. Like, I have to give all All these disclaimers Um, where for this one, like if you can watch a musical that's almost four hours long, you don't mind reading subtitles. It's a (laughs) it's a musical and a sports story like it's. There's nothing, there's nothing absurd in it. There's nothing weird. I, I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's, and so, it's in a good story, right? In the absence of an alternative to put, just in this sense of like checking movies off a list, right? Which is what this is. It's a list mm-hmm. of movies. It's a little literal scratch off poster. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It. I. You know. It's. It's a. It's a good keep on the list one for me and and, and it's and it's about an epic about cricket right mm-hmm. like there is nothing that's that's that i can even i mean again, yeah i mean i was what other epic cricket movies do you know right i was engaged i was engaged in the action in the story despite not knowing any of the rules you know they get to the well this is a spoiler but some stuff happens at the end and i'm like oh it seems i'm like is it is it like this like i don't and I'm not a, I'm not a big sports fan. Like the only, 
I mean, I guess I know the basic rules of basketball, baseball, and and, and football, all American versions of those sports. Um, you know, just almost unavoidable growing up in the states. You know, you watch yeah, you watch Space Jam, you watch uh, Little <laughs> Giants, you watch Rookie of the Year. Some of the, you know, you get you get the basics. Um, but yeah, I was I was still able to be you know, engaged in, in the action of the sports movie, despite not knowing the rules. So that's another, that's another yeah, check and, in the, and that in the plus said, column. Closing that up, you're generally not a sports movie guy, right? True, true. Yeah, I mean, the... So that, that says a lot, right? When, right? when I was, when I was younger, movies. you know, I just listed off three of them off the top of my head. Like, I watched a lot of those. And as I've rewatched some of them, as I've gotten older, I started to see the, like the formulas right it's like the again to be kind of politically incorrect it's like the the male version of hallmark movies which i guess there are several things that fall into that category but it's just like you know you want to see this sort of kind of wholesome thing or you know this guy this ragtag group of misfits or just one misfit like discovers a thing and they go through a training montage and they go to the day of the event and they go for a while and they get beat down and beat down and beat down. <laughs> and then they, and then they turn a corner, they score one yard or, you know, they gain one yard and they, they push back and they're not, but they're not going to do it. It's too late. They lost. And then they get and the music swells and, you know, Rocky <laughs> throws a punch and yells to Adrian a freeze frame. And it, it's just, you know, kind of all the same. Which it's like right. that's not bad. Like if that's what you want is to just you know go on that sort of emotional ride, that's great. That's why the genre exists and is successful. Right. Ah, oh, well, what do you got? What do we got going next week? Okay, uh, we're running we're, down toward the bottom of 2020 here. Thankfully, yeah, for a lot of people, but also for our list, we're shuffling the schedule a little bit again. Um, we're going to watch American History X, which is going to be another kind of a downer, I think. Uh, it's been a. Yeah. I, I saw this once years ago. Um, I have not seen this one, so it, we'll see. I, I like. I do like our. Uh, as we start coming down closer here, we we have that statement. It's almost becoming a weekly statement of you saying like we're shuffling it around again because <laughs> we don't really have that many movies left to shuffle around. So <laughs> yeah, well, we're the, at one point we're going to have to watch them all, right? <laughs> yeah, it. According to the schedule, it should have been the Deer Hunter, but that's another over three hour movie, and since we're recording late in the week. Um, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit to that. And, and we have, we, you know, sometimes when you watch these long movies, we have to, you know, we're adults with lives doing stuff like that. We have right. to, uh, make plans to, to see that. Okay. Like this one, I, I spent three evenings yeah. doing yeah. Lagan. Not, not another three hour movie. That'd be two weeks in a row where I'm spending lots of time. So it's good right. for us to change these up. Around yeah. Goodness. So we, um, Talking about another kind of a media with movie and stuff. Last week we watched, um, we had our movie nights on Thursday that we usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a finally a launch of some kind of a really good sci-fi. Wait, do you want to? A couple of sci-fi. Do you want to say anything yeah. about the movie we watched on Thursday? What movie did we watch on Thursday? <laughs> we watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, I don't know. No, not really. <laughs> it's 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 fine. kind of I, I laugh. It's kind of a fun, ridiculous. Uh, yes. It's not even really horror, but like a, a oh, lot I of characters. It's a horror comedy. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. Like it's almost never scary. It's just kind of ridiculous, and a lot of uh, extra—not extras, but a lot of secondary characters die. 
Yeah, yeah. No, but I. It's, but it's very uh, funny. It's yeah, I like I laughed. And, uh, yeah. If there's um, the, if there's anything to to say about like uh, it's it's a com horror comedy. Was it funny? Yeah, it was. Did you laugh? Yeah, I did. It, is it mm -hmm. got like over the top cabin bloody thing, gory things? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, yeah, it was yeah. fun. Um, but but no, the, yeah, the other we thing watched, we got to watch is yeah, we watched. Oh, the, I say is, is is our is our sci fi thing that we've been waiting for some kind of new thing in the Star Trek universe, and finally we get this on Thursday. Yeah, so this is um, it's another CBS All Access, I think. CBS All Access original, um, uh, the Lower Decks. Is that what it's called? Lower Decks. All right. Yeah. That's it's a it's an animated Star Trek comedy. And and this is oh boy, how do you how do you even describe this? Oh, I think I I think it's easy. I think it's 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 the Simpsons or uh, um, the or Futurama in Star Trek. Futurama. That, I mean, that, archer some of the but it's but it's like deep i know when we were watching picard we said that uh you know we had heard the showrunners say they wanted it to be accessible to trekkies and non-trekkies right like yeah people who right, don't know sure. anything about the world they're going to be able to come in and say okay i don't know who the romulans are but this happened and they're like this and now the the humans don't trust them um yeah and, you know, I don't know anything about androids in this world, but, or synthetic, whatever they call them in that show. Um, but, you know, I know that they're like this and this, you know, that you get all of the backstory that you can understand it. But then for the Trekkies, like, you know who Data is, you know who, Rom you know what Romulans are, you know about Seven of yeah, Nine sure, sure. and, and all that stuff. This, this was not that. Like, you probably could be entertained if you've never seen Star Trek. But I mean, from the opening scene, which is in the trailer, um, this this like ensign, I think maybe maybe a junior grade lieutenant is like practicing doing a captain's log, and you know the other the female character is laughing at him and says something about his shore leave, and like that's immediately stuff you have no. I mean, I don't know how you could not know about Star Trek captain's log, but I'm a Trekkie, so. Yeah that's right that's my perspective but i think even if you've never seen an episode of star trek you know about the captain's log but well um, it's, it's it's also not just that one it's chocked it's chocked yeah full of that's that's the first scene everything. and it just and it just keeps going there's constantly like they're not doing first contact they're doing second contact uh, right and yeah. and, the, and there's replicator issues that they're constantly working on and doing stuff and mm -hmm. uh, yeah there's there's callbacks i mean at the end they just word barf like spock and kirk and and all the people right like right right because like they're the last famous, three words they're right, in the in the in the world <laughs> yeah and they, they talk about you know klingons and joke but it's it's funny right i really liked it a lot oh, because yeah. it was just really lighthearted. i like all of the characters all of them they in the middle of it they have this little kind of hilarious romance thing and <laughs> that was awesome like the two characters were great yeah, right. Yeah. Um. The 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 I like that. Uh, and this looks like to be a theme in the whole series. If you if the trailers are believed and the show, is that they're they're still like their ship is still going on these like classic Star Trek adventures and having these alien of the week or Star Trekky type things. But that's not the show. It's just kind of in the background, right? That's these other things. Yeah, that which is the exact like if you've watched enough Star Trek to see like who are these people these 
dozens, depending on the ship, hundreds or over a thousand people in the background. And we only ever talk about these, you know, six to 12, depending on the series and what they're doing. And you're like, what, what do the rest of these guys do? Like, yeah, they, they work their jobs and they go to 10 forward and, and hang out in the background, but you know, what are their lives like? Yeah. And, and a couple of the, the, um, the series is the Star Trek mainline series series is, uh, have had a, an episode or two here and there about that kind of topic. I know Voyager had like four or five where the captain had to go literally below decks and down and see somebody below this thing. And he didn't know, she didn't know who he was and had, she, she made it up. She was going to give them away missions and, and get to know them. And that was the whole point. So Star Trek has these, they know it. Now they're doing like a whole series, yeah. but comedy as well and animated. So, um, I like to, I said again, I keep saying I like it, but I, I almost feel like gushing because I kind of want to watch it again. Um, it, it, it has that comic comedic speed of a Futurama, right? Yeah. Where one thing's happening and nothing's boom, happening. Boom, and, boom, jokes, jokes nonstop. Yeah. yeah. And, and action in the background while they're like doing an embracing hug floating in space in front of the camera while the, you know, ship's exploding or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. It was good. <laughs> I'm, hopefully, we'll watch it again. It, well, it's only a half hour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, maybe we can try to make it a a usual thing where we all watch it. It seemed like everyone who was watching it then uh, watched it together. Um, speaking of things that uh, watching things together, what do you? What, what's your take on this whole? Uh, I, I didn't prep you on this one earlier, but I am interested in hearing your take on the air of this whole. Um, so Mulan is coming to Disney Plus. So you have to be a ten dollar a month subscriber. I think that's what it or seven dollars a month subscriber. Yeah, and then like pay thirty dollars to watch it. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, we talked maybe we didn't talk about this on the air. We talked about this when Trolls World Tour did this yeah, same Trolls, thing. Sure. Right? We're still yeah. we're still in some amount of of social distancing depending on where in the country you live and what side of the political fence you're on for some reason um for some reason and you know of of the of the you know the things people say to avoid like being in the same space shared air kind of thing right so obviously things like planes and buses you kind of want to avoid or maybe you know get better ventilation systems or something like that but a movie theater is definitely one of those places where you're sitting potentially close to a lot of people if it's if it's crowded um right and while the plane may have a good filtration system most movie theaters do not right 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 exactly and so whether you know depending on the the comfort or confidence level of the, the patrons of a theater or the people, the managers and whatnot that run theaters to the corporate overlords like AMC running theaters, um, all the way back to the studios, right? Distributing movies and, and saying, you know, we spent millions of dollars making this thing. We've got to get this revenue back in these months, these couple weeks, couple months that it's in the theater. Like that's how the whole model works. Um, yeah. And this is something that is like very poised to shake up that model, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like for long term, possibly. Yeah, and so you're looking at like uh, if you're if you're Disney, right? You're saying, can we justify this? Can we can we 
can we take the hit of PR on top of, you know, stuff that's gone on in their parks and all that just to like put this out in theaters and have people, you know, blast us for, uh, you know, being reckless in that way or not even any of that PR stuff, but just have the movie not do well because people aren't going to theaters. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, so for all of those reasons, um, I think it's fine. Like if you're, if you're a family of three, if you have a spouse and one kid and you all go to see a Disney movie and you're living in any even remotely populous area, you're, you're at least 20 bucks with no concessions, yeah. right? With no with snacks. No concessions, right. Um, yeah. so you know, thirty thirty dollars rental on a on a Disney Plus type thing is easily uh, so, so, you know competitive. I, I I would agree with that too. I, I let me, let me ask you some more questions. Lead you kind of this way. Um, so this has a potential to let's say this. First off, Trolls World Tour did really well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's something that was a real big surprising thing, and it was big news. Like they they put it out. It's twenty dollars rental. It's it's a big deal. Um. And so it encourages things later on to say, hmm, maybe we can do this, go ahead and do this, and make some money off of something. Obviously, Mulan is took more money to make than what Trolls World Tour does, so it's a bigger thing. Sure. But let's say this is successful. Let's say they make more money off this, or as much money, you think, that they would have if they released it into the theater. Okay, pandemic over, we get a vaccine, we're, we're great, everything's, you know, we're all saved now, yay. Sure. Open the movie theaters again. What what encourages places like Disney to give up their profits to movie theaters? Well, and I mean, does that mean that does that mean that um, as they always say, the death of movie theaters? This could cause that. Where why go to them anymore? There's they're only yeah 60 movies or I mean things. there there are a couple of fact. Well, there are a lot of factors, right? I think I said this earlier in the show about variables, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think the the most uh the 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 hot take I heard about the Trolls World World Tour thing that made perfect sense to me is we were, you know, in the peak of quarantine social distancing time when that movie came out. And so all you have to do is picture a a family with kids, right? Young ish, mm-hmm. you know, a, a a parents or whatever who are now working for one, they're working from home newly right that's a new thing and their kids are home all the time and can't go do anything because everything's closed right like that yeah that little girl on tiktok the only thing that's open is nothing uh and right and so um so of course a new movie comes out and the parents look at it and say 20 bucks for a new movie that'll that'll you know keep my kids entertained and, and distracted for a couple hours i can get some work done of course obviously. So (laughs) all of that to say, I suspect that when, and if we get to a quote unquote new normal, um, the, the success of direct to streaming for a high rental price movie will not sustain, right. Will will not be, will not be as successful in a normal circumstance. I mean, maybe, you know this is this is not great for the theater industry the you know the big guys but you know maybe you do maybe you have to start doing both or you do you know 
you do a tiered thing like video games sometimes do where or streaming services uh, where it's yeah. going to be in the theater for two weeks and then it's going to be on streaming um you get to the sense i know that we talk about the theater experience which um for me depends on the theater and can be kind of a high risk high reward like if it's if it's good it's yeah. great but if it's bad it's awful which is just another right. way of saying high risk high reward you know if if i go and and have a good theater experience there's no people around me spoiling it for me it's great like there's a big screen it's you know i'm supporting a local business all the all that good stuff but uh if there are you know rowdy middle schoolers or a crying baby um you know now i've paid a, <laughs> sure. i've paid a ticket price to to watch a movie in a really uh unpleasant situation and that's that's a bummer um and so there's I mean, that there's that whole said, thing just said to from say a true introvert, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure, but nobody, you know, you don't want to go pay ticket price for a movie and have somebody in the seat behind you mystery science theatering it either. Um, uh, of course, but unless, I, I mean, unless you're at a my, my other side is that unless you're at an Adam, that Alamo draft house watching Princess Bride with a bunch of people who've seen Princess right. Bride thirty times. But anyway, right. I'm just I just bring that up to say like the theater experience is one part of the value of a theater um the other part that is maybe bigger depending on the person is is the time factor the the relevance factor or the um i don't know maybe hype is a good word to put there so say you're in a scenario like i described where a movie is going to be in the theaters for two weeks and then it's going to be on disney plus for 15 bucks rental or whatever maybe it's a maybe it's a 15 bucks rental and then you can own it or something that's that's the part where the price is a little is a little um what's the word i'm looking for questionable to me because i'm like you can buy there's no movie that costs more than 20 dollars. i don't think uh on blu-ray or digital unless it's some you know fancy collector's edition yeah. or something and so i'm like if i'm gonna pay 30 dollars, is that is that a 24-hour rental or is that just on my account now i would yeah i would assume slash hope that it's the latter but anyway yeah um so movies in theaters for two weeks and then or maybe maybe say a month i don't know this is all napkin math say it's in the theater for yeah. a month and then it's going to be on streaming but you gotta you gotta buy it for twenty bucks, and then in six months yeah. it's gonna just be on Disney Plus for your normal subscription. The the the, the real pro problem model marketing that with the napkin is that actually those, those first two weeks the theaters make like nothing. So well, they, yeah. they make their the, money on they make their money on the tail on the on the long so, tail. Yeah, right. so so that's that's so, that's only benefits Disney. Which, which if Disney's going to do that, they make so that the real thing is that like Disney puts this Mulan out, they make thirty dollars out of every thirty dollars that they charge. Whereas they put it in there, about forty, it could be about it's a wide variety, but about forty percent goes to the theaters and that whole system. Right. So Disney doesn't get forty percent of that thirty dollars. But this way, flat out, it's them. Right. There's no real incentive if this is a, a profitable thing. For them to continue to support any movie theater experience, except for the nostalgia of a, of a movie theater experience. So, yeah, I mean, again, assuming that the big yeah. sticker price uh, direct to streaming 
stuff um, sustains into the theater. So just to complete the exactly. scenario I was I was painting there, um, yeah. Say it goes in this phased thing. So for that first month, you know, if if it's a big hype movie, and of course this only really applies to big hype movies, but if it's yeah. obviously for us in our demographic, something like Avengers Endgame is huge in that. But if you're, yeah. you know, a a high schooler or something, and you say, oh, there's the new whatever. Maybe it's Aladdin. Maybe it's Mulan. It's something like that. And yeah. all your, you know, in the first two weekends, you know, six of your eight friends have all gone to the theater and seen it. And you're like, oh, we're yeah. we're waiting for for streaming or you know we've got to wait like that's a and i'm i'm painting that picture a little more dramatic than it actually is but what it really means or like this happens with star wars too you have to like try to live in this world of no spoilers right unless it, i mean for <laughs> sure. star wars the fan base has been pretty good about not going on twitter and facebook and just general feed and, and spamming spoilers um but you're out of the loop of the of the conversation. It's like we talk about TV shows being binge versus one episode a week. Yeah. Um, you know, you can or you know, you and I deal with this all the time because we're talking about media on the podcast, yeah. right? We have to have both seen right. it, and so and so we have this thing of like, well, it's a it's a new thing, and I just watched it, so I want Mike to watch it soon so that it's still fresh in both our minds. Like, if I watch it right. now. Or if you watch it in the theater and I wait till it comes out on streaming, it's six months. Like you're not going to remember. We're past that. Any of the details right. of of um, whatever. So that's that's I think a big factor. I don't. I obviously don't know enough about any of this um, industry and financial. I do think that this whole quarantine pandemic time is a is a unique period. So. There are, yeah. there are all kinds of things where you say like, uh, yeah, this is, this is like this now, but you can't, you can't bank on that. Like you can't invest on, sure. on the assumption that, that something is going to be a certain way. Um, our, our, our friend Trotsky had, had, has actually, that's one thing he's most interested. He said he's most interested in is the idea is like, what's the world afterwards are there th like, it would be most interesting to him to see like a world that changes that doesn't have movie theaters in it anymore because it, this thing changed the world so much. So not that he, he would say that, but that's an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, how does the world change? I mean, that's, that's, this yeah, that's how, that's how everything is. Like I've, I've said many multiple times, I think even, even on the podcast several times, like I think there are going to be thousands of people who will be able to work from home. Right. Yeah. Indefinitely. Yeah that they could have before it just took something as yeah. awful as a pandemic for, for their employers and managers and whatever to, to realize that that was a viable thing in the internet age. Right. I, uh, I'm going to close this with this last question on this topic and then we'll call it a night for the show here is, uh, so let's just go down the route real quick that, uh, this is a rousing success that they make money off of it. It's really good. Uh, Disney sees that, um, it made it, it it made it the projected cost that they thought it would make in the theaters and they're going to start doing this from now on and other things fall suit do you think dennis that um that would lead us to potential variable movie costs based on the movie so you can go watch a uh, anchorman for five dollars to rent it but then you watch endgame costs fifty dollars to rent 
In the theater, you mean? Would... No, no. Like theaters are going the way of the dodo now and everything is is released on either disney plus for a price or uh cbs all access for a price or whatever um do you think that that they would like an end game coming out like if there was an end game launched on disney plus they wouldn't charge just 30 dollars for it they'd probably charge 50 bucks 60 bucks right mm. you think that could happen that if we lived in a world where movies released just by a paid streaming service yeah, you think I, they would variable by the movie? I I think I see where your where your mind is at saying that. Yeah, I think because those are not so much of a family experience, I I would expect that not not to be the case because I think so, just so, just so and if, this is just like you're you're just uh-huh. springing this question on me. So this is my 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 yeah. knee jerk reaction. If if I'm buying a streaming, you know, a, a rental streaming, whatever for Trolls World Tour or Mulan. I am buying that for a group of people to watch. Um, and I think they assume that. As and well. right. and I happen to right now be living in a house with five people who would watch a Marvel movie when it came out. Like we would all go to the theater and see it together. So that works, right? So so wouldn't they? Wouldn't they want to, to charge more for, say, I, a Marvel movie than they would for see, Trolls World Tour? My my reflex reaction on that is that is that a case like I am in is the exception. Like the market for people wanting to watch Mulan is mostly families. It's mostly at least two to three people watching. Yeah. Um. Where. Yeah the market for a Marvel movie feels like more individuals, right? Guys like maybe right. Trotsky and his wife both go, maybe you and Sid both go, but like Pat, uh, Aaron, I mean, Fox has a family of three, so maybe they all go, but um, many more individuals. So like if I'm renting it just for myself, I'm not spending 50 to $60, right? That's onerous yeah. to me. Um, oh, for sure, for sure. If it, you, you know, you you have, you're gonna have your first. Uh, you may have your first test of that that theory to to actually show it because if this does do well, Mulan does do well, it it very well could bring Black Widow to the same kind of kind of uh, arrangements. Platform. Yeah, I yes. so, and I don't know my off for my gut feeling. Benefit. My gut feeling on it is that around thirty dollars has to be the cap. I mean, yeah, and that's we'll, and that's we'll, just we'll and that's just that me. Time. Like, I don't, I see people spending thirty. I don't see people spending fifty or sixty. That seems. I, I can say that if it was Endgame, I would, I would be angry, but would probably spend fifty dollars. Right, right. I mean, I would be like really frustrated about it, but I'd spend fifty. Yeah, and I don't know that there are enough people as diehard fans of the, that that would that that would work without i mean especially well, all, the, all they need is one fifth of the movie th- goers right because it's ten dollars usually for it but i'm spending five times the price yeah that's true right that's true but <laughs> they really only need one fifth to yeah, make a billion you, you get into the whole question of pr and you know all of that kind of stuff but we'll yeah, see yeah we'll yeah. see so well it's it's an interesting topic and and this thing with mulan coming out is, is gonna is you know disney's doing some things they are they make they make trillions of dollars i don't know at least hundreds of billions of dollars a year but they make yeah. lots right um and they are suffering that's a 
word that is terrible to say someone who they're, makes a billion dollars, even, even one billion dollars. They're low wage employees but, that used to work at the parks are suffering. Yeah, right, right, exactly. They're, but their their com- their company is making markedly like drastically different, uh, less money. Yeah, than yeah. They, as are many, many companies. Yeah, but they're but they not. Are, and so, they're not the. They're not one of the ones thriving under this situation, like Amazon. Correct. But so so they. But because of that, they are also in a position because they still have a billion dollars a year or whatever it might be. Um, they still have a position where they can make risk and take chances to change things in a big monumental way. Sure. Um, and see how it goes and literally steer the rudder of an industry uh, possibly and it'll be interesting to watch the pandemic changes the world in lives and everything in more ways than we'll ever really be able to study in a hundred years from now there'll be (laughs) many tomes of books written about it right um and this is one that we can watch right now and we can see the first starts of it from a little trickle like people say do you believe it trolls world tour to the next thing which may be mulan uh and then who knows, Black Widow or, you know, Avengers and things like that. So, yeah, cool. It'll be something interesting. All right. I think that's good for us this week. We I know we were going a little bit over here, but not terribly yeah, much. We didn't we uh, didn't even talk about Final Fantasy, which we've got um, we, we, we two, two more. Well, Chance came back. He's played that game more than any yeah. of us. But our our friends yeah. uh, Pete and Trotsky have both signed up and got characters last night. So we'll probably have more to talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll start actually playing. I mean, it's our it's our friend group, so we're not going to be playing hardcore raiding. No. We're never going to do that. No. But but maybe we'll like, have some fun group things, group uh, party times to talk about. Yeah, so that'd yeah. Be fun. yeah. All cool. right, you've been listening to the Front Porch. This is episode one hundred and fifty-four. Uh, thanks as always to our friends at Geek Scholars Movie News and LRM Online. Um, we are once again uh, back with uh, our other show, Klingons and Dragons. Um, posted up an episode last week. It's a new, new story. Uh, it's the it's the second to last story in what we call season one um, of that of that adventure. So uh, you can check that out. Klingonsdragons.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to us via email, you can do that at frontporchpod at gmail.com or head over to our website frontporchpodcast.com. There's contact forms and all that stuff. Uh, if you enjoy the show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, wherever podcasts are found. That would be awesome. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Dennis. And I'm Michael. For the Front Porch. Night, everybody. See you next time.